0: Call the meeting to order. Mrs. Troublefield, would you please call the roll? Mr. Barley? here. Mr. Caffle? here. Mr. Collins here. Mr. Fritz here. Dr. Hatia here. Mr. Hudson here. Mr. Layfield here. Mr. peden Dr. Statler here. Mrs.
1: Wright? here.
0: This is the regular meeting for the month of June. We do have a forum. Would everyone please stand for the pre- for the uh, pledge of allegiance? The flag is in the back. Pledge of Allegiance to, to the flag of the United, United States, States of America, America to the, to the Republic, America, Republic for which it stands, one, one nation, under
2: God, God
0: indivisible, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Thank you. You may be seated. I need a motion to approve the regular meeting minutes of May 20th, Executive Session of May 20th, and the special meeting minutes of June the 10th So move, second. Motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Oppose? That is unanimous. Come to the first public comment session. Um, I don't think anyone has signed up. The board allows 15 minutes okay. at the beginning. Right here. here we go. Okay. We right here. 15 minutes in the beginning and ending of each regular scheduled board meeting. For anyone in the audience who wishes to make a public comment. Okay. The first, yeah, we got key, we got uh, Mike Busso Is that how you would?
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Three minutes, sir.
4: Thank you. I certainly hope not to take that much. Thank you for the opportunity to address you. Uh, I'm speaking to encourage the district to plan on another capital expenditure referendum at the earliest opportunity, which I understand to be February of 2020. I believe this request should essentially mirror the capital expenditure referendums that failed in February and May of this year. These requests reflected a building plan that was financially reasonable and responsible. We need to hope that the supporting members of the community can better coordinate a campaign to support the referendum that was the case in earlier in the year. I expect that the, the district may need to justify a uh, current expenditure referendum increase as well because of the additional expenses they're going to incur uh, to support not having uh, the building as soon as they anticipated. I'm aware that to move forward with the referendum, the district will need to prepare a certificate of necessity and to get approval from the state, and that the state may not actually prioritize it to get it through. But I do hope that the school district and the community can work together to keep the district on track for the benefit of the children and the community as a whole. Thank
0: you. Okay, thank you. Kevin Wilson. Good
1: evening. I'd just like to open up with a word of prayer and give you guys some uh, intervention from above. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for our nights you've given to us, and we can have. Uh, time with our board. We just pray now that you would be with them, give them guidance, give them confidence that they need to make the right decisions for the school and for the kids. Lord, we just love this school district. We just thank you so much for it and for the lives that it's changed. And we just thank you again and praise you for all things that you'll do for us tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank
0: Thank you. Dave
1: Marble.
5: Good evening, President Barley. I'd like to take this opportunity to ask the board to reconsider a recent decision they made concerning opportunity for STEM and IB kids. Some people had worked together to provide opportunities in the STEM and IB programs across district lines. What a fabulous idea to allow people from all over the district that all of us participate in paying taxes for to get into programs outside their community area. However, when the decision, as I understand it, was rendered, a certain group was allowed to move to the, north, to the southern end to take the STEM program, but the IB group was denied opportunity to move into the Sussex Central program. And as I considered, why would that happen? And I thought, well, perhaps somebody was worried about brain drain, that all these good kids leaving someplace, that's not good for the school system. And I said, no, 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 that can't be because we don't have those kind of people that think those kind of thoughts. They wouldn't deny somebody something for that reason. So I said, there must be something else. And so I thought, perhaps I just thought Sussex Central wasn't a good place for these folks that hadn't been exposed to their environment. And so, and I said, no, 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 that's discrimination. Nobody here is going to consider that. I even racked my brain so far as to wonder whether the Foreman decision applied. You know, that has to do with athletics and whether You get papal permission to live one place or another and then vetted by a secret service and some other things. Not material in this case. Left me with only one solution possible, and that was overcrowding. Legit. Much talked about. But then I said to myself, self I said, we've added, we're going to add as of July 1, if I understand things correctly, 8 to 10 trailers. If it's 8, that's 240 more seats. 30 a trailer, somebody may say, you can't put 30 seats in a trailer, and I'm going to reply, gee, I taught a whole year in one with 38 kids in it. So I guess you can, if you need to. If it's 10 trailers, it's 300. That's 1,800 more. I mean, that's a total building ready for 1,800 students. And the other thing I want you to think about, honestly, is the number going one way and the number going the other, we're almost a wash. I think it was one student different. It's hard to believe that that we looked at something and worried about overcrowding for just one person.
6: 30 seconds, Mr. Marvel. Excuse me.
5: So I, I just want to conclude with this. I have the utmost respect for the people I'm speaking to right now. And I'm sure they saw a decision they needed to make based on certain circumstance. And I'm trying to say. You may have misjudged some of those circumstances. Please give those people from the southern end a chance at the programs. We've helped provide for them great programs. And you'll make them just as happy as you've already made people going to the STEM program. Thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate you letting me take your time.
0: Thank you. Mr. Maloney, now or later? Second? okay. We come to new business: uh, East Millsboro Elementary annexation.
2: Uh, last month's board meeting, um, we erroneously we did not add the annexation to the agenda in proper time, and I think I emailed everybody to tell you we would need to ratify that. And in the meantime, Dr. Owens and I would have the opportunity to discuss this issue uh, with Sheldon Hudson, the town manager of Millsboro. Uh, we went up a couple weeks ago. Uh, we had the opportunity to meet with him to discuss, you know, what, what constitutes, you know, what do we have to do to do it? What are the benefits? One of the things um, I think Mr. Booth had had asked me to inquire was the cost of water and sewer. Uh, I did that. We are already paying the town rates. Generally towns have an in town rate and an out of town rate. Um, so we, we already have been given that over the years by the by the town. We also ask, you know, what what are the other benefits? There are two, um, mostly both dealing with police. One would be the possibility of uh, them having an SRO in the Millsboro schools, and two, uh, one of the things that that we talked about even as late as today is, and I was not aware of this, in order to uh, go to a call outside of town limits, they have to be dispatched. Uh, to that area. That's the policy that they generally use. If we're in the town limits, they would not have to be dispatched. The police would automatically go to that site. Uh, Those were pretty much well the the advantages um, of going in Um, the there is a there is a cost. uh, I think it's a $500 fee for the application. However, he would have waived the application fee. However, what we didn't know and what we you need to know is there would be a Uh, fee probably legal fees involved in the annexation that would be somewhere between 3 and 10,000 he thought 10,000 would be the extreme high end he didn't anticipate it to be that much but he said that would be the safe range to put that so if this is something that we still continue to do we would need to have a motion to continue you have the opportunity to discuss it here this evening Uh, but there would be a cost between 3 and $10,000 for the annexation.
7: All right, I have a question when um, Lord Baltimore school was finally added to one town because it was split at one point were there fees involved in in uh, Ocean View and Millville agreeing. I have no clue on that. That's been what 10 years ago when Chief McLaughlin did that. Because I, I don't even remember any fees coming up at that particular time.
2: I don't know, but we were Jay and I, Dr. Owens and I were, were informed that there would be the legal fees that we would have to incur in order to do this process.
7: Well, I think the consensus is it's still worth doing, isn't it?
2: I, I think it is. Uh we, we had a chance to go over with uh, the town manager to take a look at the map of Millsboro <laughs> and future growth. And one of the the nice things about East Millsboro is it is already attached to adjoining property which is already annexed in town so it's 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 easy to you you can annex it's a lot cheaper way to go. Um, One of the things that we discussed while we were there was the Ingrams pond area as well Um, and believe it or not that also is right across the road from Mm -hmm. the town limits and could be annexed at a future date. You know should the town expand over in that direction or should we want to in case we want to use that property for a building someday.
7: Which we probably will, because there's a lot of growth happening right across the street from Ingram's Pond, and you just give that another two years, it'll be packed. Okay.
2: So before we would proceed this evening, we would have to, the board would have to decide whether or not to move forward with this.
7: I make a motion we go forward. Second.
0: Motion made in second. Anyone else in any the comments? All in favor, the motion. Before, before okay.
8: we go, maybe we we'll make a comment. If we're looking at doing something at Ingram's Pond would it be wise to wait and hold a discussion to see if there's some kind of collective bargaining we could do with English pond and East Millsboro at the same time or do we just pay to get in East Millsboro and then in a couple years pay to get in okay. Pond? So I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with it. Millsboro Police Department does an exceptional job. Yes, it would be great to have as an SRO. My question is rather than jumping to getting this done, we know we own the property at Ingers Pond. We know the town of Millsboro is directly across the street. Do we want to Make a motion to say we're willing to move forward with the annexation, but continue to look at combining these properties to see if the town is interested in it. This way, we can address the expansion of the town with all of our properties surrounding the town in one fell swoop. Just just I will remove my motion then. I think you're right, Rodney. I should have thought of that. Thank you. I I, I didn't know really. In response, part of the discussion, and I don't want to hold up if we're leaning forward with Long Neck. I just kind of think. Maybe we look at both of them at the same time and make one
7: decision. Makes sense. Would Maybe we could a,
8: save a few bucks.
7: Would it make a
1: difference if we just went ahead and combined them both for the annexation tonight? Could to bring them both at the same
3: time.
8: What's going to be your cost if you go to build an Ingram's Pond while it's in town? I, I apologize. I don't that's know the, the impact fees. If true. we build it while it's out of town and then annexes in that might be wiser for us money-wise. Or would it be cheaper to annex the property and, and build with it already in t- in the town? I apologize. That's that's out of my uh, lane of travel. Here,
2: yeah, and, and we, we don't, um, the one thing we have to do would be to re-ratify tonight. We don't have to take that vote, and there is no exceptional hurry to do this because, you know, if, we, if we're going to consider that, we could always go back and say, okay, if we would consider, you know, doing both properties, for example, what, what sort of, you know, what would that constitute doing both uh, what what sort of impact fees would we face in the future should we decide to build at the response site? Like? We can do that. The the advantage, and I, I tried to I hope you heard me when I said this. The big advantage in annexing East is a lot of the schools you see are in town limits already, and you know the uh, the portion he said this afternoon in a, and and he had mentioned that day was, you know, the dispatch. You don't have that extra thing that would, would get them warranted to go to East Millsboro site. I, I'll
8: deflect to Chief Collins a little bit. If there's an if there's an emergency or a need for law enforcement officers, those jurisdictional boundaries don't exist. Um, but if it's something small, routine, then yes, the yep. the police agency of jurisdiction would respond. But I, uh, I've seen firsthand there's no jurisdictional boundaries in an emergency situation. Though the explanation is correct, and I'd refer to. Do you agree, Chief? Uh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: In an emergency, there are to a school. And it's, I'm, I'm, it's going to be those little minor complaints that, yeah. that you're not going to get that immediate response to.
8: I'm finally moving forward. I just kind of don't know if we want to look at both properties at the same
2: time. Well, we'd go with the pleasure of the board, whichever decision you want to make.
0: You want well, to put it on the agenda for the next meeting and uh, see if you can get some additional information.
2: Again, can yeah, I can do that. That works.
9: Can, can we also find out from the town, as aggressive as uh, Millsboro is, annexing land? and they are what happens if we pay the legal fees in a year from now they end up annexing all the property around it anyway
2: I'll ask I will tell you I think Dr. Owens and I were both a little surprised when we saw their their map with the expansion areas in it Uh, that it is rapidly rapidly expanding Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah I think I think you know we're bringing up both if we're looking at possibly going to do both I think it would be better to get these questions answered We've got the SRO coverage for this year anyway, mm-hmm. so that's not going to be any type of advantage for the future um, until next year, but let's make sure we get all of our questions answered. You know before we move forward officially.
0: Okay, next item DSBA dues. Mr. Uh, Steele.
2: Yeah, I have in your um, in your packet. The DSPA is up July 1, uh, 2019 through June 30. Uh, it's $15,273 for uh, membership. Um, I've talked to John Marinucci, and he's been really, really good to us in the past. Again, this is a board prerogative and this deals with the, the tent board members. This is an association. I will tell you now, it is a much better organized um, group and John's a, a terrific leader, Dr. John Marinucci, and I know they are tackling an awful lot of legislative issues that I think is important. You know, it's something that I think it would be best with a district our size to be involved in. So this is something that's going to be totally a board decision, um, whether or not to join that organization for next year. It would require, I think, Mr. Barley, tell me if I'm wrong, but somebody would have to be, one or two people would have to be designated as the DSBA mm-hmm. yeah, the folks who would, uh, would rep and, and go to the, the meetings. An yeah,
7: pleasure the board. I make the motion. What's the cost? Fifteen, 15
2: two hundred and
8: seventy-three. How many years have we gone without being part of it? Quite a few, three, I believe.
0: Three, three or four. Three, three, three or, four. or four, yeah.
8: So we we've saved forty-five to sixty thousand dollars by not being part of it, and there's a lot of legislation on board. So I'd, I'd be in favor of paying the fifteen thousand because we've saved the district over forty-five or sixty by not doing it for the last few years.
7: I think John Marinucci has certainly been more responsive than the last person. Correct. You send any emails any messages to him and he is back to you in a hurry. Um, he's been more than kind in including us in everything over the last three four years um, and keeping us posted um, even though we're not members I, I think it's to our advantage that we be members. I second Dr. Hattier's motion.
0: Yeah. Any, any further discussion. All agree with the motion say aye. 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 Opposed. That is unanimous. Georgetown phone system summary. Is that you Mr. Fritz.
9: OK, so you'll see on uh, the board docks uh, an attachment. Now this this isn't anything new. We approved new phone systems. It's been at least four years ago, maybe five. Um, right here in this building, we had a meeting and uh, we went ahead to upgrade all the phone systems throughout the entire district. You'll see uh, uh, the schedule of schools that have been done and upcoming. And right now, uh, making the board aware that uh, we're looking to to take care of the Georgetown uh, complex. Um, My understanding, again, this was a project the board already approved years ago. The money uh, is there, ready to uh, be used. It's not uh, so-called new money. And uh, really, this is more of an information purpose. It's not anything we need to vote on. Again, we've already voted on this project. Um, we do have uh, Mr. R- Ruggiero here. Uh, if there's anybody has any questions regarding the uh, the new phone system and the upgrade,
0: looking for None? are they looking for permission to move forward with us? Yep,
9: just permission. to Go ahead and move forward. And again, this is a project that's already already been approved by the board.
0: I, th- I assume it's something that's necessary, correct? Yeah. yeah, yep. Okay. Yep. Make
10: a motion. We move forward. Second.
0: Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion. All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed That is unanimous. Got okay. Millsboro Middle School wall in the agriculture classroom.
9: All right. Um, due to the uh, size of uh, classes growing, the ag uh, classroom at Millsboro Middle, uh, of course, needs more space. Many years ago, there was a wall built up to create uh, more of a uh, smaller storage area. And the request uh, was to tear down that wall, which would increase the classroom size. Uh, as you'll see, there's no cost as the uh, custodial uh, staff can take care of it. So uh, make a motion that uh, we go ahead and approve this
7: request. So and second.
0: Motion made and seconded. Are there discussion?
7: Is oh, it going
10: the- to be ready for 19 to 20?
0: Yes, it'll be ready. Any a question? All in favor, the motion say aye. Aye. Opposed, that is unanimous. Okay, the George Washington Carver playground equipment.
9: Okay, um, due to uh, safety concerns, um, there's a lot of equipment at George uh, W. Carver Academy that either needs to be repaired, replaced. Uh, A lot of the parts are unavailable. to repair, and a lot of it is just not in a condition to be, you know, the money to be spent on to be to be repaired. So the request has uh, been to uh, been submitted to go ahead and remove all of that old playground equipment. Looks like the only cost is uh, disposal cost, which you don't know that till you can take it to. I'm assuming the dump, to dispose it.
10: So that means our custodians.
9: Our custodians will will, will it. remove it. Yeah, the equipment, and then of course they take it to the dump. Gee,
7: and isn't all this metal more than anything else? Yeah. Can't we take it up to Fitzgeralds and drop it off for free and get some money for it?
9: Oh, that's where it'll we'll go. Okay. All right, okay. I misspoke. Okay.
7: So it really wouldn't cost us a lot, other than the the gasoline, the decent gasoline, or whatever, to get it up there. Yeah. Okay.
9: So make a motion that we go ahead and uh, approve uh, this request.
0: Okay. So second? second. Second. Motion made and seconded to come up for the discussion. I just have one. What do we have a time frame on the disposition of it?
9: It's uh, has it already been started? I don't think so. If so, it's going to be done before the school year starts. Okay. Yeah. It hasn't
11: been the project hasn't been started. They're waiting for the decision of the board. We couldn't get it. Re- uh, ideas uh, to fix the uh, playground equipment um, none of them are available or or uh, uh, the cost was prohibited so we're just waiting for the board action and it won't take long to tear down uh, we do have the concrete at the bottom that would have inspected. but uh, the metal would go be cut off and taken to uh wherever. So,
0: yeah, any other questions all in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Sussex Central High School Student Support Suite.
9: Okay, so uh, uh, Dr. Layfield made a request. Seems there's an area in the building um, making this, this a student support suite. And as you see, it's an intervention uh, area for uh, looks like discipline and school suspension, et cetera. Uh, it does require more uh, space. Uh, the current room simply isn't large enough to accommodate the needs of the program. So we're looking to subdivide a current conference room adjacent to this current in school suspension room and remove a current wall that divides. Uh, cost 4360 and it's coming from minor cap. Any questions on that? If not, I make a recommendation that we move forward with this request. Okay. Second.
0: Motion made and second. Any questions? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Okay, the uh, Sussex Central High School subdivide the library.
9: Yeah. Um, just to make a side note, this is the second library that the school district has now looking to make smaller to make room for the extra kids that we have in our buildings. Uh, Sussex Central has room. Looks like they had some computer areas that were. Re, uh, were removed, desktops have removed, uh, and they have some space that they now can create a smaller uh, room that would allow them to do some uh, group discussion, testing, at a small classroom area, um, and the projected cost again is about $4,500 and also coming from Minor cap. So it would make the current library a little bit smaller to allow this extra space. I make a motion that uh, we move forward uh, with this uh, request. Second.
0: Any questions? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Okay, Cape Penlopen School District modulars.
9: Okay, so Cape Penlopen School District has a couple of modular classrooms, just like the ones that we are looking to uh, lease. Um, they've been gracious enough to offer. Those two classrooms, those two mobile units, to us, um, we would have to pay the cost to move them. No call. We're not buying them from K Penelope, we simply would have to move them. Um, there are. Uh, it looks like there's two double wide classrooms. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that would equal four, four classrooms. If I'm correct on that.
11: Other uh, two symbols
9: There are two. Okay, so it'd be two classrooms. Uh, the cost to move. You'll see is sixteen thousand seven hundred dollars uh, to the district, but that's a lot cheaper than renting these two. So, I might make a motion. That we move forward with uh, approving this request and uh, paying the cost to move the two classrooms. Okay.
0: Second. Okay. Motion made and seconded. Any questions? Yeah, I just wanted to, Mr.
10: Booth. Have you been over to examine them and look at them, and they're good and. You feel like we're not going to have any problems?
11: Yes, I had. Uh, I can't uh, guarantee no problems <laughs> uh, They're coming across country. Yeah, uh, they are used. Uh, they were uh, in use at Cape and Lopen, uh when I went and viewed them towards the end of the school year. Uh, we discussed this uh, last board meeting uh, that we put the, included them and amended our application to Sussex County uh, just in case uh, that the board would be interested uh, the board was interested in getting a price, uh, I believe, on the moving, which uh, we got. From I, I just
10: so wanted to make sure you were comfortable
11: with we're, the condition. I think we're in good shape.
7: Okay. And they're just...
11: And the, the mover said so, too. Okay. Uh, when he, he had to go look at it, made sure it was something movable. All right. And he thought they were fine to be able to move
7: And they're essentially loaning them to us? Yes. Are they loaning or giving them? Giving. Or
11: no, not loaning. Giving. Okay.
9: Giving them. So they they would be ours, which I think is a, a good again free. They're good move on our part. We need a vote. Go ahead and get yes. the move. I made a motion that we accept and okay, move I'll forward with second. this.
0: Second. All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed. Aye. Aye. You know, okay. okay Salbyville middle school cheerleading uniform design.
2: Yeah, I, we've seen these. You've actually seen them too, Miss Barley. You approved them, uh, pre-approved them. That's why we're here this evening okay. to have them finally, okay. finally
0: They're green and gold. Then, uh, need a motion. So, Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Okay. Opposed. That is 2019-2020 school start income.
2: One of one of the things that we're we're running into, um, and I'd mentioned a three-tier uh, busing system. I think meeting before last, and maybe even again last meeting, and uh, in, 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 in introducing this, it's it's caused some some issues with contractual uh, teacher contracts. So Dr. Owens has been working with Mr. Waters on this. Uh, Todd Bryant's also been involved, and I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Owens, and he's going to go through with you uh, what we have, and, and possibly some ideas we have to fix it.
6: So <clears throat> essentially, why we're this is needed is the lack of bus drivers lack of buses. So what the proposal is is to uh, go from a 2 tier, which we have in most areas to a 3 tier system, which would create some schools starting a little bit earlier and some schools ending a little bit earlier. Um, Mr Bryan and Mr Walters felt that eventually if things stay the same, the growth is what it is. The inability to get uh, more buses we may need to go district-wide looking at three-tiered systems so essentially um, the buses work with three schools the change this year the proposed change for the upcoming year would be Sussex Central North Georgetown and Georgetown Elementary uh, Sussex Central would start ten minutes earlier and end uh, earlier as well and that allows an initial run to occur to that site they would drop students at Sussex Central pick up students for the North Georgetown route. So North Georgetown would uh, start a little later, 8.15 as opposed to 7.40, and end a little later at 3.15 instead of 2.45. Once they drop those students, they would then do a Georgetown Elementary run, which would change that, per the proposal, that start time would change instead of 8.30, it would be 8.45, and current end time would be 345 as opposed to 335. So we some of the concerns I did meet with Georgetown elementary. They had some concerns with this. Um, They shared all of their concerns with me both uh, emailed and and again I met with the the group. Some of the concerns they had one was the contractual. Um, We are pushing up against the 345 uh, actually right at 345 contractually per our contract. Uh, No teachers can remain, or they they don't, can be required to remain after 345. So students leave and um, their end day would be right then. By the way, this is with a 15 minute build in of the additional minutes for our weather. Currently we've, over the last couple years, we've built in 20, which allows for nine days. Uh, So this, we drop five off to, to 15 minutes just to stay within that contractual day. If the board elected to um, remain with 20 minutes additional to stay with a nine uh, build in, then we would be over the contractual day automatically. Some of the other concerns were from our Georgetown staff where uh, they share the complex with Georgetown Middle, their end day butts up against uh, some of the athletic events, parents coming in and the traffic. Um, it's difficult now the administration works uh, collectively to try to uh, limit uh, the parking and the coming and going but it does create um, some logistical issues that the admin team would need to work through and we would uh, need to work with them there as well Uh, the concern was brought up that uh, they're just later in the day they're right at that 345 which was the, the biggest concern and childcare issues for um, the, their, their own children, the, the Georgetown Elementary teachers, as well as the teachers, the, the students getting picked up later. Maybe the, the older siblings aren't available uh, to help with busing. So these were some of the issues we had. Um, they, there was a question why can't Georgetown Elementary be the middle tier, if you will, as opposed to North Georgetown. In talking with Tyler, Brian, and Mr. Walters, It's strategic in where these schools are picked up because of the large hubs. Um, The plan is to pick up at large sites because they're quicker. You can go to a county seat, you can go to a a carriage place, you can pick up a large group of kids. So this made the most sense per what our transportation team looked at. So um, some of the the things to consider, do we uh, go past the contractual day that would require an MOU? Uh, If we do not, we the 15 minute built in would take us right to 345 for our Georgetown elementary team or we can look to uh, pull more time off either through the instructional day or through uh, the additional minutes that we already built in, you could certainly come back off of that somewhat as well if the board uh, has that desire. So again, I'll when uh, I'll open it up for discussion, but Sussex Central, the current start time is 740. The proposed start time would be 730. Sussex Central, the current end time is 245. The proposed end time would be 230. North Georgetown, the current start time is 740. The proposed start would be 815. North Georgetown current end 245, the proposed end 315. And Georgetown Elementary current start is 830. This is student day too, by the way. i uh, not, not necessarily the teacher day. the proposed uh, start time for Georgetown Elementary 8:45, current end Georgetown Elementary 3:35, and proposed end
0: 3:45. How many of those do we have a problem with as far as the contract?
6: Um, the only issue we're bumping up against is Georgetown Elementary because of that end time of 3:45. It's right so, at the, the contractual end day for those teachers.
0: Can we try to do an MOU with them for that?
6: you would not we would need to discuss whether we would need an MOU because it just does go up to the 345 doesn't go over but I can tell you from working in the buildings, you know, it's you're not going to get the kids on the buses and out of there and the teachers be out by 345 so they would be there for uh, an extended period of time.
9: Doctor Owens if 20 minutes equals 9 days. What does 15 minutes equal? Say that again. If 20 minutes equals nine days built in for weather, what is 15 minutes equal?
6: Um, we did not calculate that. Well, we, we talked about it a while back. I don't have it now, Mr. Fritz, but uh, we would say about seven, seven and a half. And the 10 minutes would drop us back to four and a half to five.
1: Just a question about Georgetown Elementary, the yes. students leave at 335. That's correct. Is that correct?
6: so what time does the teacher day start do we have um Mr. Neal you're, you're there in the back what time does the teacher day start for Georgetown Elementary and end In the end time. the the front end as well so the the contract says no earlier than 730 so Sussex Central would be pushed up right at that 730 mark too so they would have some um, they would need to consider that also they're they're pushed right up against that Uh, the teacher day teachers um, the, the contract says seven and a half hours inclusive of the lunch and what we have done in the past is then add the extra minutes in for the weather anticipated weather and then we can back that off at the end.
9: So if Georgetown ends at 345. The new proposal, correct. Kids. Get out at 345. That's or correct. 35.
6: That's correct we have 15 minutes built in. So we anticipated that um, they would be leaving right at 345.
9: But they're 15 minutes that is built in. I'm still unclear. Is that built in in the morning or in the afternoon?
6: It could it, It's built in in the afternoon, I believe um, the rationale for the earlier start and no earlier than what we are starting is, you know, at Sussex Central we're already would be picking kids up around six, maybe a little bit earlier. So we're trying to eliminate picking them up that early. So that's the earliest start. That's that's why that was that was chosen. And then it's a kind of a cascading effect from Sussex Central to North Georgetown to Georgetown Elementary.
2: One of the reasons, folks, we we have such a a hard time with transportation is we're so geographically Um, big—365 square miles. Uh, Last week, uh, Dr. Owens and I went to a recertification D-pass conference, and traffic was horrible in Georgetown. So he took me a back way through, and I'm telling you, we were we were still in Sussex Central Territory, but much farther west than I even thought that it extended, and. With, with the hard time we're having with drivers, and I will tell you, people are advertising our local drivers. Uh, Johnson down on on uh, Route Twenty and in, and in, in, uh, um, they've got a big banner looking for drivers. I know we saw Dawson up in uh, Dover. Uh, everybody's everybody's looking for drivers, and this is this is where we are with the increased number of kids, and plus plus when we close the kindergarten center for room, gotta remember that pushed some kids to the north. North Georgetown, so that's gonna increase that pickup time as well for those students. So, you know, we are kinda of in a quagmire of where we are and with the number of bus routes that we have approved.
10: So if we went if we went to ten minutes a day, we would give ourselves a little bit of breathing room on this. I think ten minutes will move it back to
6: for Georgetown Elementary it would move it back to three forty
10: and a teacher day seven and a half hours. That's correct. So if they come in at 8 it's 3.30, if they come in at 8.15, it's 3.45. Is that correct? If they come in at 7.45, it's 3.15.
9: Correct. Okay. Am I incorrect saying you can't add the extra minutes, can't be added after 3.45 if the contract states, they work till 3.45?
10: That's correct. That's the latest they can.
9: That's the latest. So, yeah. it, so if, so if, George Elementary, were go to 8:45 to 3:45, their 15 minutes would have to be built in in the morning. Correct. Correct. They'd have to be there by
6: 8:30. Which they would do anyway. They would, they would come in. Now, as Mr. The, Neal said, they would come in a little bit. Let early. me say a
9: minute here.
10: I just want to make sure you're clear. The 15 minutes for the kids, right? Now I've we had fifteen, 15 minutes. minutes for the well, we had ten or fifteen, whatever it is, twenty minutes. That's for the kids to be there, so that they build up enough minutes. The teacher's still seven and a half hours a day.
6: That's correct. Yes. Yep.
10: Yeah. So we're not adding on to the teacher day. We're adding on to the student day. That time. If that's what I think that's what I heard you say. I Wasn't sure. Yeah. Because the teachers are seven and a half hours, whatever whatever time they start, at seven and a half hours later, they're supposed to be able to leave.
2: I will say, right now we're looking at this year, but the the outlook is that when we hit next year, there are going to be other schools that are going to have to do the same thing too. So it's not going to extend to just these three. It's going to extend in the future.
10: Is there? I mean, I I would like to see us go to the ten minutes and give ourselves some breathing room would be my suggestion.
6: Those extra minutes are also added to the teacher day. So it builds up that for weather for the teachers as well. It just won't
9: be as many days built in. That's correct. Four, four and a half to five, maybe. This is this is one of the consequences of being overcrowded. Absolutely. Yeah, Okay. So it would be five
10: days, approximately four and a half, five days, correct, which. What are we running here? We haven't even hardly
8: used We've them. only had one, one year over five days in the last eight years of records. I think we were provided that at a board meeting ago.
6: Your only alternative to that would be to look at the instructional day. and We've tried to no. protect that instructional day. We've got teachers that struggle to get through the curriculum now in right. the time given. So um, and we do have some flexibility with the minutes built in.
9: Yeah, I, I personally would not vote for anything that involves cutting instructional time. I know of no other job that when you get off work, you can be sitting right in your car and leaving, you know, every other job when you end, you know, hey, we all deal with traffic when we leave our occupations. We all deal with child care. This isn't, you know, just on people in education. Every family deals with that.
10: Are you, are you talking about the ten minutes,
9: or I'm, well, I'm in uh, ten minutes. I'm fine with. I'm not in favor of cutting any instructional time. No, but yeah, yeah the 10, ten minutes. minutes be okay would, with. They
10: wouldn't. They wouldn't get as many days at the end. Right. But they were. Yeah, i yeah, okay I, with I think that. the time would end up being the same. Yeah.
8: I have a different issue. If we're if we're done talking about that specifically, I know we've made sure that it's okay with the buses. I know we've talked about if it's okay with the teachers. Have we put any feedback out to the taxpaying parents that actually work and have to worry about dropping their children off because I am seeing a thirty-five minute change with some of our elementary schools. So that's that's not been discussed. Um, that's a that's a lot, especially if you have a parent that is working. I think it's important, taxpaying parent that's working and they're getting their child to school and then getting to work on time at eight o'clock. Do we have any plans or procedures in place to allow the students to be dropped off? Any earlier, or are we just saying, "Hey, tough, we got to do this," and, and, and changing the schedule of the parents. I would, so the I would, hope, I would hope
10: that our because I know we've done it, I would hope that our administrators would have a plan to address that. That it's not just, "I'm sorry, parent, you're just going to have to suck it up." That's not that's not what I, something I'd want to see. Well, I agree Either. with you. I just want to make sure we discuss. I would it. hope that the administration of each building would, would put a plan in place to
6: address that. So the proposed drop times when students would be dropped, <clears throat> excuse me, Sussex Central between 7 and 715 North Georgetown 745 to 8 and Georgetown Elementary 820 to 830.
8: I think those times work, Dr. Owens. My my question would be, what were they? I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that that's acceptable for an eight o'clock if you work nearby, but are we still talking? Is that a, still a 35 minute change for north georgetown
6: i think georgetown elementary uh, mr neal is, is here i believe they adjusted because we have roughly i believe um well i don't i don't know our exact numbers but many students that walk in that area and are outside in inclement weather and a lot of drop-offs um mr neal what is the current time for students to be dropped off uh at georgetown elementary
8: I, I just want to make sure we can discuss that because we want to look out for that uh, that part of the equation. I know right. that
10: just for what it's worth I'm talking to people at Del Tech they have to be to work at eight they can't there's not much flexibility for them for their kids they If they go to Georgetown elementary they need to get them dropped off and get to work at it by eight o'clock and we were saying, and I know I've talked to several people from out there and they were
8: going to be open at seven forty five all right
10: that's what they have. Been
8: that's currently so
6: away. we would need to to look at that and and try to help them with that but that's uh you know that's 7:45 drop off and the the proposed start is an hour later at 8 45. you have to have some some intense scheduling there to what to do with the students that are there that mm-hmm. early
10: do we have any uh all right, this is way out there but do we have any programs for some before school? activity things like that or we would have
6: to we would have to look at that and we've also um, considered partnering with you know our local
10: we pay teachers after school to do after school program. It could also be the other way around
6: correct. The para contract has been adjusted uh, 7 to 4 is the window there for workday. So with that and I believe that's that's been ratified. I think uh, Mrs. Bunting is here, but that would enable us to um, have our parents really provide us with some assistance,
2: too.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And sometimes you have to look at a flex schedule. Had, we, we had to do that in Indian River years ago, like we're having early drop-offs and the early, uh, early kids yeah. coming yeah. in early. There are, cer- there are certain people you have on staff that you can flex. Uh, you may have a parent that can be a, a flex, come yep. in early to make sure you have coverage, and they may leave a little bit earlier at the end of the day. That's, uh, what, that's what we that. did.
10: That's what I was trying to get out there. That yeah. If we if we can use some flexibility within our buildings, I think we can get through this. But we're going we're going to have to. So right. not, not just saying I'm sorry you can't drop your get off to eight fifteen probably not going to fly too good. Yeah.
2: That we understand.
8: For public notification, I guess this this is up for a vote. We need to have a decision. We need we need to have a decision. And uh, we we looking at I'm trying to get the consensus here to make a motion that we move. To a ten-minute
10: additional day rather than fifteen. I, I'm, I'm one of ten people, but I would I would make that motion. to, to do I'm, that. I'm making
8: that motion that we move forward with the time changes that were discussed, and we're moving from fifteen minutes to ten minutes. Probably from twenty to ten. Or it's twenty only. minutes. Twenty to, to, 20 10, to ten. Excuse 20 me. 20
9: to 15 question minutes. I have on that, Dr. Owens, if we do go to ten minutes, then tell me what the times would be at Jewish
6: Elementary again. The end time, which is the area of concern would be 340 340. So that's fine. The the the, the rigidness of the start time is due to the drop and run for the other other areas. So that's really the earliest you can get the students there.
9: So at 340 school day would end teachers walk their kids to the buses. And by the time the buses leave probably should be about 345.
6: That complex is very busy so (laughs) it's it's again I would have to talk to the administration there but it's going to be close.
9: Do all the teachers. Watch and keep over the kids as they're boarding buses.
6: You've got folks that are there later that do um, the parent pickup parent pickup can sometimes last a little longer so there may need to be some flex schedules involved with that once we realize how late folks are going to need to be there we would need to work with that admin team to flex some schedules at the beginning of the day as well so yes teachers walk out get students on the bus there's various duties that can occur uh, after school uh, when they're watching and getting them on the bus but primarily getting them from their classroom and i believe Um, I don't know if you release by grade level, Mr. Neal, or how that works, but typically you start a little bit earlier so you can try to get the students on the bus at that end time. So the current end time of 335 are all the teachers or all the students on the bus rolling at or around that. It
9: takes
10: about it takes about 10 minutes. Mm -hmm.
8: Okay, I'll make a motion that we move forward with the times that we've discussed and that we move from a 20 minutes of additional time with the students to 10 to accommodate for the busing issues. I'll, I'll second it.: And that,
7: that's going to cut our nine days for weather down to four and a half, correct.
6: Right, I'll do the exact math, but give that's or take. should be. Right, right around there, yeah. five. could be
0: full days, five or five or four or five yeah. something. Four, four Nine
7: minutes, now with, with the 20 minutes. So if
0: you cut that in half, four and a half. Is motion second. Any, any further questions or comments? Everyone knows what the motion is. All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? Okay, that is unanimous. Old business, uh, major capital planning, Mr. Steele.
2: Um, we have. Uh, Talk to Mr. Booth and uh, modular placement. The town of Georgetown is set to meet uh, tomorrow night, actually, at six o'clock at the First State Community Action Building for a decision on the North Georgetown unit. Sussex County is set to meet um, July 1st, hopefully, to stamp the departmental review of the Sussex Central High School application. Uh, we've been contacted by legislators at Dell Dot's objection has been changed and will be required at a time of passing referendum on a new school or development of the corner property in the future. I've also reached out to um, cabinet secretary Jen Cohen uh, by email and by phone and expecting to talk either with her or her assistant tomorrow morning. Uh, will be the first opportunity we have to you know rest to to, to nail this down. Uh, but I'm not hearing anything to the contrary. Um, so you know we're hoping that that's going to uh, go through. I do want to thank our legislators. I know Senator Pettijohn uh, was instrumental. Also, knew that Representative Ruth, Briggs, excuse me, Senator Pettijohn, and Representative Ruth Briggs Kings both uh, talked to try to get this uh, changed. Uh, keep in mind that there there there's a little catch, and that is, should we pass a referendum and build the new Sussex Central, we would have to put in the sidewalks that they require at that time. Or should we choose to build anything on that corner property that we have, we'll be required at that time to put those in. So that's that's that so far is good news um, moving on to second question. We talked a lot uh, last uh, last week um, week before during our, our planning session. We looked at, at different angles. Um, I had Mrs. Booth go over to take a look at the corporate building to see if that would suffice uh, for what she needed at JMC and she felt strongly that it would not. Um, that the, the programming that they have at JMC would not be enough room at the Carver Complex. So I think we're still going to have to look at those options with exception of one option that we do need an answer on this evening, and that is, you know, do we or do we not submit a CN to come back for a possible referendum next year? That's a decision. You know, we have to know, uh, Dr. Owens and I own our end, because if we do, this has to be submitted, you know, by the end of... Uh, I think it's 24th or 25th of August. So we have roughly 2 months to get it complete. Not that it's going to change a lot, but the figures and the cost, things are going to have to be redone and to see where where things are going to be uh, in the future. Some of the cost models have changed at the DOE level, Uh, cost per square foot. uh, That that could possibly change it as uh, they have the um, extraordinary cost uh, factors that they had once used, they don't want to use, but they've tried to encompass that in the increase in the square footage. But we, we have a we have a chance. I can't say that the DOE would accept it. Can't say that they, um, you know, would would accept it or would not accept it. I really don't know. But at this time, that's the one decision that we have to have this evening whether or not to move forward.
7: To me, it's pretty straightforward. I make a motion. We go for the CN.
10: A second.
0: For, to, to do what?
7: Oh, to get a certificate of need and uh, try to go for another referendum. I don't think we have a choice.
0: Well, I mean, what kind of referendum? same thing?
2: It would be the same referendum as well. Yeah.
7: we something that's going to be very close, because we, we need a new building. The plan we worked out was a good, solid one. Um, everything we do between now and the next three to five years, if we don't have that, it's just going to be compounded five years down the road, and it'll be even worse.
10: I I agree. I'm it. Sorry. We need to move forward. As far as the discussion goes
7: with that, I I agree.
8: However, with the increased tax receipts that we're seeing, is there a possibility of us being able to take off or handle the expansion of Southernville Middle or something so that we go back to the taxpayers with a little bit less and showing that we are spending?
10: Some of these increased tax receipts?
8: There
2: there possibly may be. um, I thought we were adding the two.
10: um, I'm sorry. Operational, not not asking for a current expense, using that extra money.
9: If we just approve to move forward with submitting another CN, we're not exactly saying we have to. We don't have to decide on the exact plan right now this evening, right? It's just to move forward. We don't. We just need to
2: put the plan in to see and see, and we would have to get architects to to price it out for us at the current rates to see, you know, what we want to do. We would have to come back and identify the questions, and if we want to do any kind of current expense or not, or take away current expense costs.
9: So we could take some of these questions then at a future meeting.
2: What we need to know tonight is do we need to prepare and move forward or not? All right, basically then let's make the motion we need to prepare
7: and move forward. I will second it.
0: Motion made and seconded. Any further discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed.
8: Move forward. But I do think we need to look at if we take an exact same question to the public and expect a different answer. You know, they define that.
7: Okay. So. There were a couple things that happened with voting and, and that probably uh, would have made that 65 vote difference. The fact that the kids were able to vote at, at Indian River High School and not vote at Sussex Central High School because they didn't do the polling station here. That's one I still don't have an answer on. I I, gr- I agree. I'm in favor
9: of mm-hmm. moving forward.
7: Well, I know what you're saying I just, I'm, so, uh, I'm,
10: I'm I'm Lake very Field. concerned
8: because the public has spoken twice and even it was very close each time. But we were the dissenting vote was the was what they fed us. I think we look at what we can and if there's a, an additional tax receipts then we look what we can modify, change or handle ourselves before we put it out to the public. And if we can't, we can't. But I don't um, have an issue with that emerging, I'm urging us to look at what we can modify. I'm, I'm the res- need is there. I'm respecting
10: and, what you're saying. Okay. But and, it's, and, it's not getting better, it's getting worse. We need more. We need we need something to happen. Yes, sir. But the we tax do. receipts are coming in There's They more are money. They're more. And, and if I'm not mistaken, the last second referendum, we took off current expense because of that. I don't think the current expense
7: was tied. No, not not the oh, second. second, second one. one. The first one it, they no. were they were on together. But the one thing about the tax receipts that are coming in. Keep in mind that that's money that actually goes directly to the kids education. That's what we use it for. So if we siphon a portion of that off to build extra buildings, that means that even though we have the extra kids coming in, we're still reducing the amount of money that the kids have available for the education. Am I, am I wrong? Kind didn't we, like did we, I get didn't somebody about say that. we
10: don't we're gonna to try to use the tax receipts to do current expense? Did not hear that?
2: I think we did that on the second referendum. Correct,
10: correct. That's what yeah. I'm saying.
2: And yeah. I think I think what we need to do now is like I said, we need to prepare documents mm-hmm. and, and get cost estimates. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to answer the question about the cost and, and, and cheaper, is there a way we can do it? I think we have got to get those costs of what that's gonna cost us with the new formulas. Yep. And then we can bring it and we can come back. But at least we, if we move forward, and you say the plans to move yeah. forward, we can begin this process. We can come back next month. And if we have the documentation that we have there that we think it's going to be too much or whatnot, we can, we can yank it. We can the stop thing it. We're not the going thing forward. I, I know what you're saying, Ronnie. Yes,
10: I, I'm not being, you know, I'm not arguing with you. But if you have not been out, Mr. Dr. Hattier understated it. If you have not been out to Ingram Pond mm-hmm. and gone down that road, oh, yeah. Unbelievable what's happening down that road. I didn't know I just wrote out there Saturday night. I had no idea all that was going up. There are houses going up everywhere. Yep. And uh, uh, duplexes all kinds of stuff on that road everywhere.
8: They don't have to play prevailing wage. I don't, want to, go sure don't, I don't want to go without saying. It. We have to pay prevailing wage, and it pushes our costs up fifteen to twenty percent. I don't think there's anything we're going to do be able to do about it, other than speak about what a waste of money that
7: is. Well, hurting I, us I, in the district—that's
10: another topic. But yeah, that's, that's I'm, I'm my, topic. running through my mind is, where are all these kids going to school? Right. Yeah. Where with are they going
7: to go? With prevailing wages, what's interesting is they don't uh, poll anybody in Sussex County to decide what a prevailing wage is. All the prevailing wages basically come out of Wilmington. On a union level. But I have many, many contractors down in my area, and I ask them, Have you ever been polled for prevailing wages? And the answer is, No. They don't even get asked. So this is a state program to see to it that, you know, essentially the, the unions are, are given the money that they want.
0: They'd have a prevailing wage if it's. Uh,
7: for unions? Yeah. But not for what regular people pay. So okay. So if, uh, if, if, uh, we're, if we're lo- going to
0: do it this way, then that means uh, it has to be submitted by. August. August. We need to make that decision in in July. Then. Yep,
2: yep. Hopefully, we we we. But we need to know what the board's initial thought is to move forward. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the other things I think, to be real honest, I think we could do. I think we could we could possibly hold some meetings, um, public meetings, and and talk to people. You know, trying to find out what some of the issues are. Mm -hmm. Uh, Last week, um, a week before I went on the Rob Sussman show, we had gotten a call at the office. Um, I think it's the same day, Dr. Hatter, you were on in the morning, mm-hmm. and um, I went on in the afternoon, and uh, you know, he's he, a lot different, I think, than Mr. Till treated you. Uh, we were treated <laughs> totally different. It's not hard. And we're still getting some of the same <laughs> questions, but I think we have to keep looking at it and getting some ideas, and also think we need to you know, take a look at, at some of the uh, PR. We talked this morning at SLT about the PR that we're putting out, and we need to make sure we're consistent with that. Uh, some of the things I think, Mr. Fritz, you talked about, like the cost of the uh, SDSA roof, the cost of the track repairs, mm-hmm. and at the same time, take a look at accomplishments. I'm preparing a document now, yep. hoping to have done for the July 1 reorganizational meeting because I think it's, it's, when you have the opportunity to sit back and take a look at every single thing that we've accomplished in a year, mm-hmm. all of our schools, I think it's, it's an eye-opener. And, you know, with what we're doing and the resources we have, you know, that we continue, we just got a uh, $2 million opportunity grant approved. Um, the Department of Instruction, uh, Dr. Brittingham, Dr. Jerns uh, and, and um, Kelly uh, Dorman have worked on that and they turned it in and it was approved the same day. So we know we're going to have that 3 year funding, you know, to help us with low income and ELL and there's also about another 15 million on top of that to help with mental health. Uh, that'll be uh, shared around the, the other uh, districts as well. And, you know, this is something the public doesn't realize. And I think they need to know the extra steps that, that you know, we've taken to bring in resources you know, for the kids. And, and I think we need to do that and, and hopefully look, look beyond, um, you know, whatever issues we have and try to do, you know, what's the right way to go. And I think we always, uh, Mr. Lafayette, I agree with you in the point that we always look for the best bang for the buck we we look for the best thing we can do to give us the space we need at the cheapest rate to the taxpayers. So I just think that's where we need to go and take a look and cost out, you know, what we're looking at and you know see what we can do. You know, I think a local it, I site. think
9: you're right that
10: we we try to pass something that's going to help us, but we can't put a band-aid on something that needs surgery. I'm going to say that right now. And that's about what we're looking at. So that's just me
9: also take this opportunity to mention once again, even though tax receipts may be increasing the last number that was owed to the inner school district of unpaid property taxes was $3.9 million. Now that's a couple of months ago. My my uh, guess is that it's probably with interest and higher than that at this point. That number is not going down. That money is money that the county is not going after. That's a conscious effort on the county's part to not go after that money. Their feeling is that they collect basically 90%. It's not worth the time or the money to go after the 10% they don't collect.
8: Is there a comparison with that?
9: I don't know what the other counties are. Woodbridge, before, I don't know about the other counties, but I know like Woodbridge School District was uh, almost, uh, it's getting almost to be about a million dollars that they rode. Maybe about nine hundred thousand Woodbridge school district was owed. So I could find out what Cape, Del Mar, every school district is owed money of unpaid property taxes. Mm-hmm. Ours dates back to 1984. Now in other states, if you don't pay your property taxes of so many years, they take you to sheriff sale. In this county, they don't.
2: This has been discussed with the superintendent the last last two years. Um, the fact that, that the property tax isn't isn't collected aggressively in, in Sussex County. Yep and it it kind of leaves it open but you know we're we about the we you say the 3.9 level owed, but i can tell you all the other school districts are in the same boat
7: well does this non collection extend up into newcastle and kent also
9: i don't know i don't know how those counties i'm assuming so see
7: cuz we know that the county basically gets essentially nothing for collecting the taxes okay they they do that essentially because we they're supposed to do it but If they aggressively collect, they have a cost involved in aggressively collecting um, and they don't get any of the proceeds from the collections per se.
9: They would be getting their portion. Yeah, but their portion is is nowhere
7: near what ours is.
9: It's correct. And that's why there's no uh, motivation on their end. Right. Unless you're you're dying or you die or you want to sell your house or you want to refinance County has no way of collecting that unpaid taxes unless you do one of those three things.
7: But is that a county issue then, or is that something that it's a county state, issue? You don't think it's a state issue?
9: No, because this yeah. is run by the county. The collecting of these taxes, I'm sure. I, I'd be curious to see how Newcastle and Kent operates. I would, be but too. I can tell you how. I, I think the
8: comparison is what we need to look at because I've always I heard mean, that the county did a pretty good job of collecting taxes. Well, they do.
7: That's just an assumption. They
9: do, but we're owed 3.9 million dollars.
7: Yeah, but even even considering what we're trying to do in building here, um, you know, no disrespect to 3.9 million, but that's not going to be sufficient to cover more no. than a few classrooms.
4: Uh-huh.
7: All right, we still need the other part to finish the rest of the building. I mean, 3.9, and again, it's a ton of cash, but it's given the scope of the project, is a one-time
2: item. I get it.
7: Okay.
0: Okay. Next item, I retain TNS, Mr. Steele.
2: Um. We've gotten confirmation that uh, we have the deed for the new Howard TNS. We have electronic copy waiting for the original come down. Uh, that's great news. The architects are in the design development stage, um, you know, and they will be uh, here at the July meeting to present that uh, along with cost. Once our board approves it, uh, it'll go to the state uh, regulating agencies for feedback and or revision, uh, aka DOT, DENREC and those agencies. Uh, meetings will be conducted um, on the advisable path for the water and sewer services the construction of the same and these are with tide water in the town of Georgetown so I'm looking at at the possibility hopefully we will break ground in in late fall uh, maybe maybe even um, after the first of the year by the time we go through the regulatory process if we if we kind of have all of our p's and q's and don't have any any hang-ups maybe we'll be get started we're hoping around late fall. Again, this is a fully state funded school and does not require any additional um, tax on our taxpayers.
0: So. Anyone have any questions? we need a motion to table 504 and 505 until after executive session. So moved. Second. 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 Motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. No, okay. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Okay, committee reports, <clears throat> athletic fields oversight, building and grounds. Mr. Fritz.
9: Okay, so there, there was no committee meeting in June. However, just to bring everybody up to speed, there's a couple of items just to give some updates on uh, the roof repair at uh, SDSA has started. Um, the new school <coughs> monitoring, <coughs> excuse me, new school monitoring uh, system has been complete uh, training's also been completed. Um, looks like the tracks at both Indian River and Sussex Central high schools uh, were scheduled to have bids by June 27th um, and then hopefully a recommendation to the board at the July reorganizational meeting um, those bids are out there on the my marketplace the ESCO project is continuing to move right along um, looks like different issues regarding uh, plumbing and uh, different equipments being continue to be updated and that's about it
0: okay You've covered all your motions, so? Yes. Okay. Next item uh, comprehensive school safety, Mr. Layfield?
8: We did not have a meeting, but we're looking forward to our fall meeting to introduce our new uh, uh, constables that we're going to have in our uh, high schools.
10: So, n-
0: nothing more to report. Okay. <clears throat> Finance will be covered when we do the financial reports later on. Curriculum, Mr. Hudson?
10: No, no meeting in June. Okay.
0: Uh, Mr. Peen is not here from Mary Bailey, so Special Education Task Force, Dr. Stavlin.
9: No report. Okay.
0: Policy, Mr. Collins.
1: Good evening. We did beat back on uh, June 10th. Um, tonight we are bringing forward three policies for a second reading as they were presented last month. Uh, those being staff conduct, cell phone use during working hours, suicide prevention, and uh, graduation requirements. Um, we're also bringing three policies forward tonight for a first and second reading again we don't like to do this but these are very minor changes and the necessity to have these done uh, for the next school year the first being uh GCBD.1, paid leave for birth or adoption on page three of this policy under right to use accumulated accumulated sick, sick leave Um, We're adding a start date of September 1st of 2009 and uh, removing the word also and adding the word not. So the sentence would read however effective September 1st 2019 employees eligible for paid leave may not use accumulated sick and vacation time to extend paid leave. Uh, Second policy is IKA uh, grading systems. Uh, this we are uh, basically deals with progress reports Um, taking out the word elementary so that now progress reports throughout the district will be issued at the same time um, halfway through the marking period so making it uniform throughout the whole district the last being JN uh, student fees Um, we're adding the verbiage that class dues voluntary class dues at the high school and middle school level Um, We also added language uh, that student organizations may charge dues or fees at the high school level with limitations set forth in regulation and also stating that students who cannot afford dues or fees will not be precluded from membership or any of the rights or privileges associated with with those clubs. I'd make a motion to approve these policies as presented.
0: Is there a second? Second. (laughs) Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. IREA rep. I don't believe they're here. Mm-hmm. Superintendent's report.
2: Yeah, I have um, given you a copy of my activities for this month. It has been a relatively slow month following um, our graduations and the end of the year activities, um, and uh, that's all I have at this time.
0: Okay. Thank you. Financial reports. Uh, need a motion to pay the regular invoices for the month of uh, May, 2019. Salute. Second motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion? Say aye. 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 Opposed That is unanimous. Financial summary. Good,
12: good evening. Uh, in front of you, you have uh, part one of the uh, financials. We've received 97 percent of our total revenue. On the expense side, we've uh, spent 89% of our total expense through May. We've received 100% of our discretionary revenue. At 92% of the way of the year, 11 twelfths of uh, the year done, we've spent 89% of our discretionary expenses. Howard T. has spent 92% of their budget. And we've received 100% of our budgeted tax revenue. Section 2, interest continues to be um, Good, we've received just under $450,000 in interest revenue to date. The ILC programs have spent 96% of their budgets. And at uh, month end May, we had 3.85 million in federal funds available to us. Um, We were holding 1.1 million in donation and student funds and 797 uh, in donations and 291 in student funds respectively. In minor, in, excuse me, in major cap, we had a payment for $168,000 to Fern Can Daniel for Howard DeAnis. And we've discussed earlier with uh, uh, minor cap in um, the $700,000 for the SDSA roof. We have the tracks coming up. Um, we have an unencumbered balance as a result of that encumbrance this past month of 700,000, leaving us a balance of $879,000 in our MCI, and we spent ninety-eight point three thousand dollars in both fiscal eighteen and nineteen dollars this past month. Just twenty-eight thousand of that was fiscal nineteen month. Those are your financial results.
0: You. Anyone have questions? Okay, the uh, two thousand twenty tax rate.
12: Before you, you have uh, the tax rate proposal for, for fiscal twenty. Obviously, uh, the current expense rate is still 2.5 and you'll see the deviation and the deterioration of our debt service. We've talked to our taxpayers through referendum process. This is something that goes down as we amortize that debt. So we're going from uh, 0.192 down to 0.177. Tuition uh, at 0.465 versus the current 0.48. And the minor cap. Uh, we have at point 0.033 for fiscal 20 that is a proxy right now um, that is using the governor's recommended budget for fiscal 20 there's an indication that we will be receiving we being the school districts will be receiving more money in that um, but they've not taken a vote on that the Bonneville committee meets tomorrow night hopefully they'll make votes then and we have an approved budget on 630 so in our reorganization meeting next Monday we should have that uh, number um, for you but right now it, again it is 0.033 versus 0.045 last year um, roughly four cents down at this point right now versus fiscal 19
7: so the minor cap money will go up compared to what we were given this year
12: we, we are hoping that the governor's recommended budget will be sub- supplemented with additional funds but through the defect process there's been more money to come on the table and we are hoping some of that is dedicated to the minor cap for the schools, Thank you. and it was last year as well.
7: Okay, because I know last year there was a nice increase in minor cap.
12: We, we'd like to see that again, yes, Doctor.
7: Thank you.
0: Anyone have any questions? We need a motion to approve.
7: So moved, second. So,
0: motion made and seconded, and in discussion. All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Thank you very much. Communications, Mr. Steele.
2: Uh, yeah, Mr. Bradley. A couple things. I do have a uh, thank you note uh, from Demetrius Sturgis to the board. Um, thank you for selecting me for the Mary Bailey Scholarship. Receiving this scholarship has is a tremendous honor and will greatly impact my financial burden while attending the University of Delaware this fall. Best regards, Demetrius Sturgis Jr. So I wanted to make sure that he uh, had the opportunity to to, to hear that. The um, only thing that I have is a use of facility. Uh, we have talked to you once before about religious organizations using the schools. I have met with uh, two organizations. Uh, one has, um, getting ready to complete their building phase. Uh, that would be, I think, the, the discovery church here at Sussex central and they're, they're anticipate end of June. Uh, but when their contract runs out in August, they will be officially away from this building and out. High tide have met with me. They have all their building plans. They actually have something in the queue currently at Del dot, and that's their hang up right now, but they have resubmitted with what DelDOT's Not's given them. So after reviewing their building plans, they, they're going to need about one more year before they're going to have their facility completed uh, right out on Route 113 and 26. Hmm. So I would recommend that we go ahead and grant them. Need a motion. So moved.
0: Motion need a second. Second. Motion made and seconded. All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed. That is unanimous. No field trip requests. We now come to the uh, second public comment session. Mr. Maloney.
3: been a spirited debate last night, but I think there's a lesson to be learned from Mr. Steele forgetting to put his uh, annexation report on there. That your attorney came back and told you that it needed to be discussed at a public thing, which is why you did it tonight. Congratulations. My concern is this whole list of everything you just went through with debates, discussions. Requests for rooms, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, playground equipment being torn down. We might have to t- cover that again next month because that should all come up at committee meetings. Mr. Collins was the only one that had a committee meeting for that vote to be taken care of at tonight's board meeting for approval. You can' cancel your committee meetings where you put it to the public for public input. This is one thing people are forgetting: public input. When you cancel your committee meetings, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, you are denying the public the input. At your board meetings, we can only publicly comment transportation is not a reason, or uh, overcrowding is not a reason for transportation increase. That's one of the things I heard there, I thought, were you folks come up with some of these wild ideas. Mr. Byerly, you and I, as union card-carrying members, our lives, we know what prevailing wages, we know what it means. It doesn't mean that the non-union company, that bids a project on a school district is going to pay the prevailing wage that is required under law. He will submit his bids to show that increased price, but that doesn't mean he's paying it. The contractor puts it in his pocket to clarify that for you. That's how that goes. But. If you check with your attorneys. Please reschedule your public. Your committee hearings for next month off. being air canceled for the summer. Like I say. Mr. Collins there was the only one when it was posted I don't know. Because when we we're told it may all the meetings were canceled the committee meetings were canceled for June July August okay. I didn't bother to check, but I did look. I seen you had June 10th. You know I would have been there. Okay. Time. Okay. But I appreciate your time. Enjoy your uh, summer, and I hope the times listed for the reorg there uh, July 1st. I'll check back on the website. Okay.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else in the audience who wishes to make a public comment? Seeing none, uh, we need a motion for executive session. Motion second. made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Opposed? That is unanimous for now in executive session. Excuse me. We need a motion to approve the personnel agenda excluding item number 55.
1: So moved. Second.
0: Motion made and second. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. <coughs> Need a motion to approve item number 55. So moved. Second. Second. Motion made is seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? Abstain. Mr. Barley? Yes.
4: Mr. Cathell? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yes. Mr. Fritz? Yes. Dr. Hattier? Yes. Mr. Hudson? Abstain. Mr. Layfield? Yes. Dr. Statler? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Okay, that's eight, yes. 0, no, and 1
0: abstention. Okay. <clears throat> the motion passes by a majority vote. Addendum. So moved. Wait so a minute. Minus 56. <laughs> <laughs> Need a motion to approve the addendum, excluding item number 56. So moved. Second. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. 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 Opposed? That is unanimous. Need a motion to approve number 56. So, so moved. moved. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion say aye. 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 Opposed? Abstention. Mr. Barley? Yes.
4: Mr. Cathell? Yes. Mr. Collins? Yep. Mr. Fritz? Yes. Dr. Hattier? Yes. Mr. Hudson? Yes. Mr. Layfield? Abstain. Dr. Statler? Yes. Mrs. Wright? Yes. Eight yes, zero no, one abstention.
0: The motion passes by a majority vote. Contractual, need a motion to approve? So move. Second. Motion made and seconded. Any discussion? All in favor of the motion, say aye. Aye. Opposed? That is unanimous. Before the business come before the board, meeting is adjourned.